Awesome. That is some 41. It's out for blood. And as it happens, uh, Randy and Big J out here, we have uh, Derek from Sub 41. It was weird how that worked out. <laughs> welcome uh, to Boise, Derek. How are you today, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to play tonight. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome to Boise. First of all, it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, you're going to be closing out the Disrupt Festival here. Uh, just put out an album. How's it feel to have Order and Decline out? Uh, it feels good. It's... Um yeah, I mean, it's always weird putting out a record. I think I feel something different every time we put out a record. But this time I feel really excited, more than nervous, I guess. I don't know why. I'm just really happy to have a record out and be playing music. How long were you in the studio for this album? This was a really quick album. I mean, we did so much touring on the last record, so in the middle of that, I was writing on the road, and then when we would come home, we'd do a little rehearsing and a little recording, then go back out on the road, and then you just kind of like did that for about three years, and then really went in at the very end which was the end of last year for a yeah. couple weeks and kind of just blasted it out and do you go in the mindset with it of writing a heavier album or does it just kind of no. happen that way now everything just sort of happens yeah. we don't really talk about it we don't think about it i just pick up a guitar and i start writing stuff i think it probably is heavier because i was writing so much on the road i guess i don't know i was just inspired by being on stage and just wanted to write music that was made me feel like I wanted to get back out there. And I yeah. guess that's why it came out the way it did. Do you write most of the music on tour, or do you do it at home or in the studio? I normally never write on tour. Okay. I have before, um, only for like two records I've ever done that. Um, that was Does This Look Infected, that was our second record, mm -hmm. and then now this one, where I did a lot of it on the road. But that's mm -hmm. not normal for me. Yeah, and you know, as you go out and, and, and play in some of these uh, these gigs, especially here on, on a festival like the Disrupt Festival, mm -hmm. you know, so similar to the Warp Tour, and, and um, just now, as, as I'm getting older and, and uh, you know, bringing my kids to shows to mm -hmm. some of the bands I grew up listening to, what's it like to see that with, with parents who are bringing their kids, they're experiencing you for the first time, is that... Is that a weird trip sometimes? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, it kind of feels the same all the time. Um, it feels like the audience hasn't really changed a lot. I do see some older pe people with some younger kids, but it, it also – I see at our shows, it's always like that sort of 15 to 20-year-old range is what I see, at least from my perspective, which is like the front row. I can see it always kind of looks the same. Yeah, and you know our our experiences change as we get older, and you know I'm sure some of the songs uh, for you when you're writing them uh, have a different meaning than maybe they were when you were younger. But you know a lot of times we take those uh, songs to mean something for ourselves. Mm -hmm. How do you feel when when you see that? I guess evolve a little bit when you're writing music. I I like it. I like the fact that I can write something that is what's on my mind, but it means something totally different to somebody else. I I think that's really cool. Um, and I think the meaning can change for people over time. I mean, once you put out music, it's really not yours anymore. That's the way I always look at it. Yeah. You know, it's I write it, and then it's mine. But once it comes out, it's it's everybody's. I mean, it's up to people to, you know, interpret what they want. And also, it's up to people to turn it into a big song or not. You know, it's some songs are great, that, and they go nowhere. Mm -hmm. Some songs are great, and they go everywhere. But it's usually because of the people who make it big. You yeah. Know? And doing this as long as you have, is there new things that continue to motivate you? Uh, I just, I think the fact that everywhere we go and every time we put out a record, it just seems to get a little bit bigger and a little bit better for us. So I think that's motivating because mm -hmm. you can see that it just gets better every time we do something. And it's not like a huge jump, but it's just like it's on this upward trajectory every time we do something. 
it's almost like working out. It doesn't just happen and you all of a sudden have muscles, but you see the right. growth and it gets exciting to keep building it. You know, uh, it, it's interesting, too, because the way we consume music has changed so much, you know, from Fat Lip to Out for Blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the world is different. You can really see how many people are, are listening to uh, some 41 yeah, with, yeah. with Spotify and Pandora and those sort of, sort of things. Uh, I think that's probably a good thing. And, um, you know, it gives you a good idea of, of what people are really digging on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can actually see numbers of, you know, of how many streams you're getting for whatever song. Um, yeah, so you can actually see what's happening. Yeah, it's a lot different than the old album sales days, but... Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a lot different. <laughs> yeah, um, in, in this world that we live in. Do you use... Uh, I know a lot of people are using that to help pick out set lists and things. Obviously, you have a, a whole huge catalog of music to, to choose from. Um, I don't know if I use it that much. I'm really not into a lot of new technology kind of stuff. I still rely on just feel and just the way I do things, which is just, if it feels good to me, you know, we try it out, and if it works live, it works, and if it doesn't, then we scrap it. You know, it just kind of, we just do what we feel, really. Over 20 years, you know, of Sum 41, is there a certain legacy you want to leave behind? Um, I never really think about that, to be honest. I think we just love playing music, and that's why we do it so much. We're always on the road, and uh, that's really what we love the most, playing live. You know, so, that's all we think about, really. So wrapping up uh, the Disrupt Festival here uh, in a few dates, uh, plans for you know the, the near future here as far as, I mean, you just put out an album, so obviously yeah, so more the, touring. Yeah, so Order and Decline is out now, and then you know we're just going to keep touring for the rest of this year. We're going to stay in North America for the rest of this year, and then in the new year, that will begin like overseas touring and the rest of the world stuff like that you know is it a different vibe for you guys overseas i mean i've talked to a lot of bands and you know there's just a different kind of fan base for a lot of bands over there that that, that it's not the same here in north america uh i mean everywhere has its own sort of vibe it's always very similar at least for us um you know people still come out to the shows and want to jump around and beat each other up for whatever reason and that happens wherever we go it's more of just (laughs) how hard do they go i guess how hard do they want to beat each other up that probably changes from country to country in europe they're definitely they really go for it over there whereas in north america they want to have fun but they don't really want to go that crazy yeah south america is a whole other thing they (laughs) just want to tear each other's heads off and and they enjoy that Is it different, too, between a festival setting and, you know, like an arena tour or whatever, you know, the other tour might be? Is there a difference between them? Yeah, there definitely is. I mean, when you're at a festival, you're usually with a bunch of different bands, so it's a lot of different groups of fans coming together. Mm -hmm. Some people know some of your songs, some people know all of them, some people don't even like you, or some people really love you. So you're playing to a whole mixture of people uh, crowd-wise and, you know, their tastes. Um, when it's your own show, obviously everyone's there for you. But they're both fun. You don't want to do anything all the time. You always It's fun to switch up, do some festivals, then do your own stuff. They all can get kind of like, well, let's do something different. Sometimes you want to go to a small club tour because that can be really fun. But you don't want to do that for too long because, you know. Do you prefer, I guess, being in a bigger setting where there's a ton of fans yelling in the crowd or that kind of more intimate we club show? We just did like a really small club tour for the first time in like 20 years. Um, before the record came out, we did it across the u.s and that was really fun it's about four weeks and i forgot how fun that was to be that close to people and only play for like 200 people we used to play all those same venues and i haven't been in them for 20 years but when we played them before there was only about five people in them now yep. they're full which is only still about two to three hundred people but yeah it was it's exciting 
Yeah. But then you want to do the big shows again. You just want to switch it up. That's really cool, man. And, uh, you know, closing out the the festival tonight, 10 o'clock, you guys will be up on stage. Uh, the Disrupt Tour, and, of course, uh, you know, tickets still available. So Get um, down here. Yeah, order and decline. It's great, man. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, I love Thank the you. heaviness of it. Thanks. Oh, yeah. And it's, that speaks to me in particular. So uh, we appreciate you spending some time talking to oh, us, Thank man. you for having me. 